You're listening to the 100th episode of the Above Ground Podcast. Disclaimer. The hosts of this podcast, Timothy Patrick and Will Foley, are by no means medical professionals. However, having lived experience with mental illness themselves, they have gained useful perspectives on common mental health issues that some of us struggle to overcome on a daily basis. By sharing their stories, they hope to create connection. By creating connection, they hope to help you find your purpose. And through purpose, we can all begin to build the foundation for positive mental health. This is Above Ground Podcast. Are you ready to lace up your boots, throw up your horns, and jump into the pit? Then let's stomp the stigmas of mental illness. It's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now, Will Foley and Timothy Patrick. Hey everyone, this is Jordan from episode 61, and you're listening to the Above Ground Podcast. Be well, be safe, and be above. So how are we tonight, Jordan? How are you? Well, I'm, I'm very good. I'm happy to be a part of this. And I figured, you know, since I have this opportunity, I'd like to uh, compliment the two of you. Um, you know, for me personally, and I know a lot of others, the show has been uh, beyond helpful. Uh, not only do you talk about the problems, but you discuss the solutions. And for a lot of people, that's what they're looking for. You know, they're aware of the problem. How do I fix it? And uh, that's what you, the two of you excel at. Wow, thank you. Wow, yeah. I'm I'm caught at a loss for words there, man. Yeah. Well you know tear. it's it's actually it's actually kind of uh um, It's a tear of root beer. It, it's cool <laughs> that you say that because I I feel that there like a lot with like the memes that people post, it's always like, you know, this is this and this is that. But there's never like and I'm always the one to be like, All right, well, can you help me out? Like how do I what are some, uh, so what are steps towards this, you know, whatever you're talking about. And, and a lot of the times they don't put it in there. And, uh, I try, I mean, as far as, you know, on my end, I, I try to emphasize, you know, putting something in there that can help. Right. And I think it's easy to point out the problem. It's much harder to come up with a solution that, that takes strength. Um, and the two of you have, uh, for me anyways, I listen every week since the beginning, every single episode and every single episode you talk about solutions. One thing you could do for mental health, um, without any constrictions, mm. um, what would it be? Uh, Tim, you and I have talked about this before and this it makes sense inside my head. Maybe in practice it wouldn't work, but I feel like the stigma of mental illness is created in early childhood by discipline from the child's parents. When a child has an emotional outburst and they are disciplined for feeling and expressing their emotions, they learn the stigma at a very early age. Um, I feel like there's a better way. There's gotta be a better way. If a child is feeling something, mirror the emotion so they feel accepted or let them feel it without judgment. Nice. Yep. That's where I'm at. Nice. nice. It's funny. I was just, I don't know if it was a, I, I was actually, as you were talking, it was like a flashback. Like, I think I, I, I don't know if this was in a, it was, it was, I don't, I'm not sure if it was in a podcast or just like a, a YouTube video, but I just read something or heard something very similar to that as pertaining to the, um, 
Oh, you know what it was? It was the, it was the, we did an episode, um, on, uh, domestication. Right. And it was, it was, it was linked in that it was, it was, uh, it, it was, a, it was a scenario where, um, I think it was a grandmother was, was feeding a grandchild. And like, basically it was like, you know, if you don't eat all those green beans or if you don't eat your vegetables, you know, this is going to happen, you know, mm-hmm. almost like a punishment. And then as that child grew up, it was like, if I don't eat these, I'm going to get in trouble. And, you know, just, it, it, it just, um, it, 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 it kind of, uh, perpetuates more problems later on in life, you know? Yeah. I, I think discipline is more about the parents getting what they want at the time rather than making your child a better person. Um, but we're, we're all guilty of it. We're, we're all just big, hairy children anyways. Yeah, we are. Well, yeah, I am. I know that. No, some we are. Not, Jordan, we are. some of us not so big. <laughs> <laughs> so your point, I, I don't know where I am on your phone, but I'm above uh, you on mine. Uh, <laughs> All right, hold on. Has that better, Will? <laughs> it would have been like, funny if somebody see it. <laughs> we're, like the, we're like the Brady Bunch. Hey, this is Valerie, and I just had a great open conversation about mental health with the guys from Above Ground Podcast. Check out my episode number 86. It is called In the Blood. So if there was, if there could be something, if there is something that you could do um, for mental health as a whole, without any any kind of restraints what would it be what would you like to see kind of thing like that if that makes sense Mm, i would like to see oh there's so many things to choose from um i can i say two sure say whatever you want okay i would really like to see a lot more opportunity for teachers at younger grade levels to start that conversation with students because i know so many children struggle when they're younger and they're just not given the opportunity or even the words and the language to express what they're going through and i don't think that's any um lack of desire from teachers i think it's just the system is a little constricting right now and we need to open that up a little bit and then the second would be to keep fighting for better mental health training for first responders, especially law enforcement. I think that's hugely important. I, I agree, especially here in the United States. Mm-hmm, um, absolutely. Most of those guys are, are walking around with their own traumas that they yep. haven't addressed. And there's a lot of people that are walking around unregulated, as we like to say here, mm-hmm. that just have not like, and, and again, we, we, you know, it's like, you don't have the language, you don't have the, the history of it and mm-hmm. and and men especially and and not the but it's like and i and i realize that from your blog post that we just you know toxic masculinity is is one of those things that is is not just a buzzword it, it yeah. really can be for a lot of people not necessarily everyone but a lot of people do struggle with that mm-hmm. and and it's very hard to it's very hard to to talk emotionally when you're, you're a man. Cause I I've had conversations with people and they're like, emotions get me killed mm-hmm. because then that's really what they think. You know what I mean? Because if you got to empathy kills me yeah, and it's, and it, and, and that's a conversation. I, I guess that that's a longer conversation that we have to have with people who can actually like talk to that thing. But yeah. Um, but it is, it is. I think that, a, 
I think that's kind of what kind of to piggyback on what Valerie said, which you know well that I've always preached is is if we can start at a younger age and and incorporate yeah. this in into the education system, it's almost as if we don't need to talk about all that other stuff because ninety percent of it will just be taken care of with what we're gonna what you know what I mean as as well, we yeah, grow but- and learn. Well, that's true. But again, you can't, if you're not willing to address one thing or the other, you're never going to start anywhere. So where do you start? You got to start at the point that you see the most damage. Well, sure. But you're going to be, you're going to, you're going to have, you're going to have better humans. You're going to have more regulation Mm -hmm. with emotions and everything else. Oh, I I totally agree. I totally agree. But you do have to start young and we don't teach that in school. Mm -hmm. And especially here in the States, we teach the test. We teach to right. this little diet, you know, this little paradigm that really doesn't mean anything to anybody except for, you know, Test whatever results, it is yeah. that it brings to. Mm-hmm. Valerie, thank you so much for being here. Hey, this is Stacy, and you're listening to the 100th episode of Above Ground Podcast. Hey, I'm Todd, and you're listening to the 100th episode of the Above Ground Podcast. You can check me out at episode number 55, Black Eyed Todd. Happy 100th birthday, Will and Timothy. We're making lots of noise with 21st century boys. What the heck is going on over here? Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to a very special century 100th episode. 100th episode. Well, we made it to episode 100. We would like to uh, just give a quick shout out to everybody that has um, interacted with us, whether it be online um, or just checking out our episodes, liking the episodes, um, subscribing. Uh, there was We've had people leave reviews on Apple Podcasts, and um, we appreciate that as well. It always helps people find it, our podcast a little bit easier. So, um, yeah, just a quick shout-out to everybody that has uh, supported us um, and listened to an episode. We appreciate it, and we, uh, we just, we're grateful. Yeah, Timmy, we are grateful, man. I, I, I can't express my gratitude enough. Um, I hope everybody's enjoying themselves because I, I really did put all my energy into this episode, man. I tried to find the best things that I could for the time that we allotted or tried to allot, and I put a lot of pressure on myself the last couple of weeks. I've not been feeling good. I think I probably just stressed myself out to the, to the to you know to whatever 10th degree it was but i i got lucky tonight because tonight is friday as we're recording this the went before the wednesday and i was supposed to be playing it i had a gig tonight but it got canceled due to the weather because we had some we have some wind high wind stuff going on and we got to finish this because that's the reason why tim and i are sitting in a room together tonight or so we'd be sitting in a bar and i'd be screaming at the top of my lungs going ah! <laughs> so but we do thank you and we wanted to actually do something really cool so uh tim and i now have done this is our 100th episode man so i gotta ask you um dude 99 episodes in we've talked about a lot of stuff we've shared a lot of stuff we've also heard a lot of stories from 
other people, man. Lots of stories, yeah. Dude, what are three key takeaways, man, that you've that you found? Maybe something that's changed your mind. Maybe something that's opened your mind. I don't know. But let's let's hear. Well, I, I don't know if I can, you know, exact like moments or pinpoint specific things, but I think just in general, um, you know, I've always considered myself to have an open mind about things, but um, I think I think I've learned a lot. I think I've learned you know, to open up to other people's perceptions, to see their point of views on things. Um, you know, I think also I've learned to have a little more empathy, believe it or not. Yeah, I can see it, dude. I see it. I, I Dude, I've seen a big change in you just in the few years that, that like, we've been really, like, concentrating on this, man. And I say that, you know. I'm proud to call you my friend, brother. Thanks, man. Likewise. And I've seen growth in you as well, you know. Um, and I, 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 you know, like I said, I, I, I actually had so, some things written down, and I, and I left them home. But, uh, um, you know, just I, th- I think just learning new things and seeing um, different perspectives. Um, uh, I, you know, I think originally we had a couple different things in mind when we started this, and and one thing that. I think has stayed with with both of us is is just the the connection you know just um you know offering up space for people and also I think at the same time it, it like helps us you know with with the whole with the whole gamut of things you know and and I think connection is that underlying piece to that I agree man I agree and that's actually my first takeaway was the that everybody seeks connection yeah, that's what we're really seeking. We're all seeking connection, absolutely, in one way or another, man. Whether, you know, and it, it's and and that's you know the common denominator that we all share is that we all share some sort of pain. We've all lost someone, something. We've all suffered great loss, great failure, um, gr- and sometimes great illness and great suffering and great abuse and great, you know, and and great misuse and things and and. Life is tough, man, and sometimes you just need to know that somebody else has been out there with you doing the same thing, living the same struggles. It makes it makes it a little easier to go, man. And my second takeaway was that was my second takeaway. Is that's our common bond is that we do share that, man. That's that's the one thing, man. Yeah, we, we share, you know. Yeah, and, and I th- that connection, like you said, as the end of your last point was my first point, and I just wanted to kind of because. Like that, that's like the perfect thing. Yeah. And I think and, to kind of even piggyback on, on the whole, you know, everyone goes through, the, everyone has their piece of suffering and, and tragedy. And I think to even um, piggyback off of that, you know, I, I, you know, I've learned a lot about trauma, uh, you know, by itself, just, you know, as a, as one single thing. But also I've, I've really, you know, I've always, I've always felt strongly about not comparing, but. Um, unfortunately, some of the culture that we have that we have to live in is is all about really comparing each other's and, and, you know, whether it's, you know, I look better than you or I drive a better car than you or, or maybe it's the negative circus where, uh, you know, my trauma is worse than yours. So I, I've really, really come to um, come to head with it. I don't know, come to, you know, just understand it better that, 
you know, comparing trauma and comparing suffering is just, there's really no place for it in this community. I think if we understand that and we just sit with each other, again, we're stronger together. It's like we all have some trauma, some tragic event, some suffering, some illness. It's like, why not bond together, share our stories and learn from them and, you know, use each other as, as crutches if we need, you know, to lift each, lift each other up. But, you know, the, the whole comparing thing is just as an individual, it's, it's, it's negative. And then as a whole, it's, it's just negative. I think it's, it's just a toxic culture environment for people. I agree. And, you know, and to kind of almost piggyback on part of what you said um, a few moments ago is that my actual third point and the biggest point is is that I the growth is not possible without opening to it, man. And and you got, dude, you can, Perfect. you know, you got to be open to growing, but you also got to be open to see what the answers are. Yeah. You know, and and willing to willing accept to, them, yeah. Because some of those answers, as we know, we you know, a lot of people don't like to look in the mirror and face that truth. You know, you gotta, you know, you don't have to do it in a day or two days or a year. You know, take one step at a time if that's what it takes. But, but if you know, as Will said, you're, you know, if you're talking about healing and you want to heal and you want to, you know, improve whatever you want to call it, then that's what Will said is 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 absolutely necessary. There's no there's no question to it. It's a necessary thing. You have to open that door. You have to. You have to. And it's not possible without you walking through it. And you have to understand this is an active process. This is not a passive process. This is an active this is an active brutal process. <laughs> and, and and quite honestly, as we've made this episode, dude, I, I have wrapped myself in knots. And you know this. You know I was crawling off the wall yeah, on Saturday no, I know. I know. when I was I didn't really have anything. And then Saturday night I got a break because I had the house to myself and I was able to sit down and start putting all the clips together. And I put all these clips together and I didn't even use half of them. But the great thing is, is we'll have them. That's all right. Yeah, that's is good. You know. But, but I think you, but need I was, to, you needed to kind of go through that process as you probably realize. I did. That you I did. sometimes doubt yourself you know i do and i was it was a confidence builder because i think right. that the episode actually turned out different than i had anticipated this is way different than i had but the unfolding of it is the way it was supposed to be it unfolded the way right. it was supposed to i can't fight that right yeah i, I did the best i could to do the best thing that and, I yeah could but and, that's this is how the episode is this is what it is and, and that's stuff but that's all that really matters and so we're here just, talking about it. That's all that matters. You know what right. I mean? Whether, whether people like it or not, or whether someone thinks it's good or not, it doesn't matter. We're we're gonna be here. We're gonna be here for another hundred. You know? Absolutely, man. We are too, because we got we're already got so we've already got a bunch in the bag, man. We're yeah. already we've got interviews and stuff. We got episodes already set going through we have September. Some great some, interviews. We have coming. some great interviews coming up. Uh, Doctor Holly Schoenberger uh, is yeah. gonna be on. Lisa Scott. Lisa Scott, who has what's up with Lisa? Is, the podcast is awesome like that podcast has been such a big help to me lately yeah i've been listening to a bunch of episodes so good uh but we've had so many good people on vicky we've savini's had, coming up yeah vicky savini's coming up uh she has the book burn the damn cape and i'm gonna actually do the 30 day yeah before we run the episode i think because i think nice. i could benefit from it i'm sure right you now can. i think i'm having yeah, we've had some conversations <laughs> off air. I don't want to get into it yet because it's a little too, it's a little too woo woo for me too. But it's it's kind of coming true, and I'm kind of 
I, maybe it was my way of being told, hey, hey, we're here. I think so. You're doing something good. We're Don't, here. We're here. <laughs> Take care of yourself because which, something good's going to happen. You don't want to fuck it up. Do you have uh, a third there? Yes. You know, the thing that I want to leave you with is that out of all these episodes, man, and all the stuff that I've learned and ingested in the last several years of being on this journey of a mental health advocate and learning about suicide and learning about mm. suicide prevention and, and ingesting so many people's stories, man, about loss, is that the more you think you know, the more you don't know. And that's what I've realized is I know far way less than I ever thought I knew. And that actually, what that does to me is it actually opens me up Absolutely. To, to education because now I'm curious again because there's so much that I didn't look at that I can incorporate now because nice. I'm, I have the wisdom enough of the age. I mean, I'm 49 years old now and it's like, I have That's that growth, wisdom. baby. I have that wisdom now that I can, that I can actually start to uncover, man, and use in in some positive nice. way. That's good to hear, man. That's awesome. I like so, that. But I realize that it's more I don't know, so it's like good. But it just I, creates that space and and, and openness and well, willingness. Well, I think that so the cup overfit. I think the cup got so you know how the cup gets to the top and you can't sure. put any more in. But if it keeps running in, it just keeps running over, running over, running over. And I, again, like not every part of my life is that that succinct right there in that statement, but. It's a work in progress, just like we are. So sure. that's why we're on this journey together, everyone out there, man, no matter what. No matter what. Yeah. I I, uh, I think I don't like the big G word. Uh, Tim and I have had this discussion a lot. The big G word is that, know. you know, G with the end of the D. And it's dog. It's dog spelled oh. backwards. Okay. Dog spelled backwards. I'm not a big fan of that word. So I've come up with a new word for, you know, the Tao, the one, you know, the universe. And it's unity because... That's what we really need. We need unity because we are far better together. And that's why we're out here. We've, we've, we've got some wisdom that we've gained. We can't tell you what to do. We can only share with you what's worked for us and give you some tools along the way. Absolutely. And we thank you so much for doing this with us and being on this ride with us and, and riding the waves with us because it's hard to surf, man. It is very hard to surf. It is, and I. But I think that was, that was actually another. I I believe a a, a goal or or whatever on our list when we set out to do this was exactly what you said. Like we don't want to come out here and and tell people what to do, but we want to share what we have learned and and you know help make these kind of discussions a little bit more standard in your everyday conversation. You know, instead of just nodding your head, hey, what's up? You know. Absolutely. You know, you could just be, hey, how's it really going? You know, what's going on? Hey, you know, is this good? You you sure? And everything, you know, and, and not and not have to worry about, you know, what your answer is going to be. You know, if they're going to judge you, if the other person is going to judge you or not, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be we're going to be back in a few moments uh, to wrap up and, and give a big shout out to some people and some thank yous and and tell you about some stuff that we got coming up. And. Right now, you're going to hear from Dan Egan. Dan Egan uh, is a friend of mine. He is a part of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. If there was something that you could do or you would like to see done as a whole for mental health, what would it be? I mean, I think a big one is just to make it more accessible for people. You know, so I think 
having at least like a mental health physical, like building that. I don't know what it looks like. You know, I don't know what it involve. I just know that I would like to see it happen. You know, when you go to your physical now, they have like those questions. Like yeah, I went last yeah. time and they give me this little sheet. It's like, on a scale of one to five, how depressed are you every day? And, and like, we're not at the point, we're at the point where at least they're asking those questions, but I don't really feel like they want the answers. Yeah. I, it, it's you know. funny because to jump into that, I actually had to fill one out at one of my recent doctor's appointments and she left the room. So I actually took a picture of it with my phone because I wanted to bring it home just to look at it because yeah. I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah. like, dude, this is, you're not asking anything. This is such right. surface bullshit. To, I mean, it's good. Look, it's not bullshit. Cause it's good to ask. Right. But it's it's so start. surface. It's yep. so surface oriented that it's almost like you don't necessarily want the answer because you don't have an answer except to say, well, do you want medicine? We don't right. have the tool. We don't have the tools to, to do exactly. it. We don't have the tools to give people that will help them fight. You know, it's like, it's a service question of, are there days where you find it hard to get up out of bed? Well, yeah, but it doesn't ask the second question. Do you still get up out of bed? You know? Right. Right. <clears throat> like, yeah, there's having the feelings and then there's, are you at the point where you need something else to help you fight those feelings? You know, and this is what the something else is, you know? Yeah. Again, like, I think we just need to get there on the medical side. You know, and the same with medications. Like, you'll see warnings on a lot of medications that apparently we know that medication can put thoughts of suicide into someone's head. I shouldn't say we know that, but it appears to be something that can happen, especially with teens and young people. And it's not necessarily on antidepressants. You know, it's been warnings on multiple different types of medicine. So, logically speaking, you know, if we know if that is possible to happen, well, then the inverse should also be possible. You know, we should be able to find something that helps curb those suicidal ideas <laughs> and get people you through think. those. You, you would, would think, think, right? It's well, you would think that you would I also think, think the- though, with so much, with so much work that goes into these medicines that they would have figured out a compound that would not bring those things on. Yeah. Or, I just think it comes back to the not understanding brain chemistry. Yeah. Know, I think it's different for each person. It's hard to really to, to, to negate the whole thing, but I think, right. I think more or less, I think we should try and focus more on, you know, yeah, hair, here's medication. And I, I'm not against medication. I take medication. But at the same time, you need to to do other things besides medication. Right. There, and there's a whole yeah. there's yeah. a whole plan in place. You know, like if you were to go to the gym, you know, people go to the gym and they eat right. They do certain workouts for certain things and they, you know, they just live more of a healthy lifestyle. But when it comes to mental health, we don't you know, it's like, you know, it, it's the same thing with the, the whole pandemic. It's like all we do is say, here, wear a mask. It's like, no, why don't we concentrate on maybe building our immune systems, you know, getting right. better sleep, eating better. No one talks about that. And I, I really don't know why it's, it's right. goddamn annoying is really what it is, because that is such <clears throat> a huge factor. Like we talk about the, this medication and how, you know, these uh, pharmaceutical companies and government get involved and they don't really narrow down or improve anything. They don't nothing's really evolving. And the right. foods that the foods that we eat some of the food that we eat is actually foreign to our guts, you know? And so, Oh yeah. The, and again, we don't understand what reaction that has to the brain chemistry. And, well, you I mean, know, your, ser- your serotonin is made in the gut. 
So if you're right. eating shitty foods, guess what's going to happen? And I'll use kind of the cancer one too. Imagine you went to a doctor to get treated for cancer and they said, here, take this and then come back and tell me how it makes you feel. You yeah. know, we don't have the diagnostic tool to say, okay, you have this type of, this is what's causing your depression. This is what's needed to treat it. You know, and if it's from an injury, well, is medication really, you know, we don't understand nearly enough. Like yeah. we don't have the diagnostic tools. It's all trial and error. I feel like at times it's hit or miss. It's like, take this anti-anxiety medicine. Did it work? No. Okay. Right. We'll switch it to this one. Which it's I can like, understand that to a certain degree, but at this stage of the game, we should be a little bit further along. Exactly. Like how come there's no test we can take to be like, Oh, I see this chemical is this level. Da, 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 da. Right. I think there is, they, there is something when they can draw blood and, and okay. for, for, for your specific per, you know, for that specific person. But again, the question is sure. though, is that covered by insurance? Because again, we're, right. there's, there's, there's things out there like Dr. Eamon has that scan that he can do those scans, those spec scans, but spec scans aren't covered by oh, sure a lot of insurance and they're, right. and they're super expensive and they're yeah. not accessible to everybody. Right. Well, so, no, but at the same time, he could also make them more accessible and less expensive, you know? Well, I, I agree. But, and, and again, that's, that's true. You could, you could open it up to everybody, but do you really want to open it up to everybody because you're not going to make as much money? That's, and that's the, and that's the right. thing about where, well, you know, I mean, I mean, if you're, if you open it up to everybody less than the money and try and get more insurance to cover it, you might not be making that much less money because more people are going to be apt to do it. You know, well, I, like, I yeah, agree. You know, I agree. And, and again, if, if you, if you have the integrity to get, get up on screen and get on these social media platforms and say, this is what works, this is what will work. And then don't fucking do anything to help really then I got a problem with that. Like if you have, if you have the integrity to stand up and say, this will help. And yes, you've done the research. And yes, for me, in my eyes, what I am hearing, yes, this will help. But now you have somebody that can't afford it. Well, right. so then what, what do you do next? It's like, you're going to stand yep. there and you're in your millions and millions of dollars in your jets and your fancy cars and your four homes and say, you know what? I want more money. You know what? Fuck you. That's what I say to that shit. Wait, I didn't know I could swear during this thing. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Oh, Damn sorry. it, Tim. Why did you do that? <laughs> yeah, no, there's no editing here, man. This is. This I, is... I just, you know what? It's just, I'm on, I'm on a kick now. I just see all these people. Oh, yeah. No. The mental health community and they fly in on their jets. Yep. And they, they tell you what, you know, they think that you want to hear. And then they leave and people, I mean, eat it up. You know, they've got, you know, right. millions and millions of subscribers. And it's like, dude, that's not really what it's about. You know what I mean? You can take as many fancy pictures of yourself and post it on mental health awareness and it has nothing to do with mental health awareness. Not a goddamn thing. It's like people want the easy answer. They want the, oh, if you do these two things, you're going to be happy yeah. with your well, life. Well, they want a magic pill for yeah. for everything. Yeah. And, there, yeah. and unfortunately, especially when it comes to this stuff, there's no magic pill. Because right. again, it's a, you know, again, when you, and I, look, I'm not against med medication at all. I've been on mm -hmm. and off of it for a long time, but I'm not on it right now. I, I can see it's, I see its benefits, but I also see what long-term use does to someone because my mother is like, right. Like, she's been on this medicine for, for going on 50 years, man. If not, yep. it, you know what I mean? So it's like, I see what the long-term effects yeah, are there, of this. There's gotta be, there's gotta be positive long-term effects as well. Well, there, I'm sure that there is, but you know. you're constantly like when something doesn't work 
and you have to throw something else at it to see if it works that you like, again, I don't think we look at it long-term enough to say, sure. These combinations work as opposed to these. Oh, right. Yeah. And and again, now there comes to be a personal responsibility in that because obviously you do owe it to yourself to, to maybe if you are going to take that journey of medication and you know that you're struggling and you know that certain things help, but a doctor suggests a change, then maybe you need to say, well, this has been working. Why do we need to change it? What, what are right. you seeing that, that mm-hmm. I'm not because I'm okay, but you want to change it. Do you yeah. want to change it because you're going to get another 35 cents from the pharmaceutical company? <laughs> you're going to get go. And I'm not coming down, like I'm not coming from the the side of, of bashing anybody because again, but again, they will all tell you, we don't know what's going on. We're just going to, we're just going to throw shit and see if it sticks. We're going to throw spaghetti at the wall and see how many strands of spaghetti we can get and see what kind of pretty pictures we make. And again, that's a big part is I think the research (laughs) into mental health is incredibly underfunded. Oh, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. Bingo, bingo. Yeah, bingo. You look at the millions and millions of dollars we spend on cancer research and it's made a difference. You know, if you go back to, I always go to the Jim Valvano speech in sports Oh yeah. and listen to what he said about the fact that at that time, and again, they're all important things to spend money on. At the time, Jim Valvano gave a speech, more money went into AIDS research than went into cancer research. And look at if you make that moment the point in time, and then look at the change you, in the money spent, and the change in the outcomes, and the change in the results. Right. You know, it shows well, you that I, that matters. Awesome, well, Dan, dude. That was a great conversation, a great healing conversation. If you've lost someone to suicide, you may feel overwhelmed by grief, confusion, or even anger, but you are not alone. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention offers support in the weeks and months following a suicide. The Healing Conversations program gives those who have lost someone to suicide the opportunity to talk with a caring volunteer. Having experienced suicide loss themselves, our volunteers know firsthand the emotions associated with this type of loss. They can offer comfort and guidance, as well as community resources that may be useful on the path ahead. Healing Conversations are available in person, on the phone, or by video chat. To learn more about the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and how to schedule your own healing conversation, please visit AFSP.org forward slash healing conversation. I would like to change, I would like to remove the label of commit suicide. I'm Which, glad that you said that because actually I, there's, and, and truthfully, a lot of people have said this and I actually, um, I just, I just stepped down from the board of the Capital Region chapter of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. And there's been a big push to get people to stop saying commit. Mm-hmm. And I, I just actually took a class uh, for my peer specialist certificate that I just took a suicide class uh, recently. And th- it's actually said in a lot of places still, but, but even that they want to change it to die. Because commit Died makes it sound suicide. like, yeah, right. it's, it's, it's commit makes it sound like it's a, you know, it's, it's a crime or it's, it's something that it's, it's, it's bad language. And that's like another thing about language is if people don't have a language yeah. and you don't know what to say, 
But I'm I'm so happy that you said that. Thank you so much for saying yeah. that. Well, you know, the reason I said that, and I'll make it quick because I don't want to go too far off. No, but, you can take um, as much time as you want. The the condition that my daughter had was deemed in medical books as incompatible with life. And in, in my hmm. community, um, you know, that that community, um, we try to remove that language. Um biologically, because of the DNA and the chromosomes and the makeup, scientists feel that this is incompatible with life. And, and we want to remove that. Right, right. I could see that. Yeah, it's like almost, um, yes. It's can almost, you imagine walking yeah. into a doctor's office and, and having a physician say to you, your child, your unborn child is incompatible with life? Well, let me tell you something, buddy. <laughs> My daughter was more compatible with life and experienced more love and spread more joy and shared more hope than most people do in 85 years. And she lived 12 days. So let's stop saying that. So, yeah, I think you're right, Will. I think language, especially mm. in the medical field, you know, it's so it can be so cold. It can be so cold. I, you know, and. I know we're we're finishing up, but because it's our show, we have the we reserve the right to not finish up yet. <laughs> um, I love but, it. Uh, but I, I I just have what so what is it like to have that be said to you? But did they offer? Did they did did you know during your pregnancy that there was going to be problems? Did they tell you that there was going to be problems? And did they? Did they say maybe you should think about not like terminating? And I and please forgive me for being. Please but, ask bluntly. Um, ask what yes. you want to say. Well, I, I just wanted to know if if they if they had said you know that maybe terminating your pregnancy would be better because she was because she obviously had a condition that must have been seen. Um, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't I don't know how soon it was during your pregnancy, but. So when you are of advanced maternal age, that is 35 plus, they give you certain genetic testing and um, they test for Down syndrome, trisomy 21. There's Edwards syndrome, trisomy 18. Um, There's also trisomy 13. And because of what are in the medical books, um, incompatible with life, they actually, I personally was fortunate. I did not always experience this. I experienced some things and I'll get into that, but I know um, obviously I've been connected with a lot of families, you know, who learn in utero, your child has this condition. There's a one in 6,000 chance that they'll survive pregnancy and, and live to their first birthday. Okay. As you're both parents, um, when you learn of your child's existence, there's, there's instant love. Okay. I was 17 weeks pregnant. I'd already felt her move. I had already named her. I, you know what? She has a plan. The universe has a plan. I'm not messing with it. I'm not doing that. I can't do that. I'm not against that. I'm not against abortion. I think it's a personal and very um, emotional choice, no matter what you choose. But um, I personally could not do it. And I know of a trisomy 13 family where a girl was actually scheduled for a termination and she didn't even know. 
They called oh her, gosh. oh, you're scheduled for this? No, I'm not. So, yes, they do. They, what? Been, yeah, this. there's a ton of people and foundations that have made headway like you wouldn't believe because there's people that are 18, 35, 7, 9 living with these conditions with medical intervention. But I remember going for an ultrasound um, and just saying, you know, had my baby grown, had her current conditions worsened, does she have more fluid, does she have this, is her brain normal, blah, 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 asking questions, completely dismissed, didn't even want to talk to me, nothing, in fact, went out in a room and told someone that I was in denial, um, there's nobody more aware of my daughter's mortality than me, buddy. I'm carrying her in my belly every day, not knowing if she's going to live. So I'm not in denial. I'm hopeful. Okay. Um, so there's all of that. Um, wow. I remember I had a friend with me at the time because my husband couldn't come. And she was walking up New Scotland Avenue screaming, these mother effers. I can't believe this. I can't believe I've never witnessed anything like that in my life. This baby better prove them wrong. But yeah, this it's, I think, I think that the social aspect of certain medicine, I won't say all medicine, I'll say maternal fetal medicine for sure. Um, you know, could use a little lesson. I think you become just, I think these, some, not all, like I said, I was fortunate. That was probably my worst experience. I, I was fortunate. I had a lot of people supporting me in the medical field, but I really feel like they need a lesson. I feel like they become desensitized. These are parents, you know, these are families commit suicide. These are families that you're talking to. A mother has to look at a death certificate that says, committed suicide that's so awful just change it just change it what's the big deal you know it's just i don't know no Words we agree <laughs> well, we agree we we try to always always you know definitely always if somebody says something along those lines we try to politely correct them you know and just give give them the alternative of you know, the die by suicide or. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, thank you so much for kind of bringing it full circle around because that was really good. Because you, you kind of, you got, you got it right back into the end of it. And I, 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 and I, I'm sorry that I didn't ask that question earlier. I just, it was like something that just kind of came up while you were talking that we didn't really get to, I didn't get to ask that question. Don't apologize. It's cool. It's cool. It's organic. It comes as it needs to, right? Hey, it's Dr. Russ Kennedy, otherwise known as the Anxiety MD. Join us on episode 88 of the Above Ground Podcast, where I talk to Will and TPP about what anxiety really is, and it might surprise you, and exactly what you can do about it to heal it in your own self. Um, if there was something that you could do for mental health as a whole without any kind of restraints, what would it be? Or I what would, would you like to see happen with mental I health? Would, 
I would like to see everybody get in touch with the alarm in their body because that's where that's where things get fixed. There you go, folks. You heard it here. Hey, what's up, everyone? That was Dr. Russ, the anxiety MD, man. Dr. Russ has got his own prescription for anxiety, and uh, it's finding the alarm in your body, and he had a great conversation. Uh, so now, man, we're, we're out. This is it. This is it. We, we're ending our 100th episode, and we so appreciate everything that everybody says, all the shares, all the likes, all the, you know, all the comments, all the back and forth, man. You know, I... I have no problem with anybody's opinion, and I like it when people disagree with me, because it's just you know it means it you know you got to keep it, man. Well, it's, I think that's how people learn too. You know, maybe it's more about um, you know listening and uh, you know getting getting an outcome that you may both not agree on, but can at least understand and be open to it. You know, it, it doesn't have to be about right or wrong, or you know. That kind of thing. Yeah, right. Now, we're uh, we're recording this on a Friday night, and uh, if you've been on our Instagram page in the last few days, you saw a live video that we posted from this session. Uh, you'll see all the little toys in the background, man. I got some Evil Knievels over there. Uh, big shout-out to Kate for bringing me the Evil Knievel on the motorcycle from the Pop, the Pop collection. Uh, I actually bought the Wembley one with the Wembley leathers and... Uh, I'm a big Evil Knievel fan, man. If you listen to that episode, you'll you'll hear about that shit. Um, but we we're so happy that everybody's listening. And, uh, we we got some really cool stuff coming up, like we said a little bit ago. And uh, like we want to give Andrew a big shout out in New Zealand, man. Your episode is coming uh, soon, and and so is your uh, your voice. So uh, everybody will get to hear you, man. So just hold tight out there. We got a lot of stuff coming up. But uh, I want to give first a big shout-out to Will Hallam because Will is our engineer often when Tim and I do episodes like this. And right now I'm doing the engineering from home, and we're in front of my stuff because I really enjoy doing this, and I like it. And it's fun to be able to just go downstairs in my basement and set up the studio and have all this fun stuff around and show you guys, too, on Instagram if you've checked it out. Um yeah, big shout out to him. Uh, he's he's lent his talent to this, and uh, we appreciate and his the time space and his, the time. His his house, yep. his time. Yep, his house, his time, and big shout out to him. He doesn't get enough props. Um, another big shout out goes out to uh, Nippertown. Nippertown dot com has invited us to be able to host our episodes on their homepage and in their wellness section, where you can stream the episode live right from our site. Uh, you just click on that link, and it'll take you right to that site, man, and you'll be able to hear the newest episode. And uh, a lot of good ones coming up. Um, we're almost up to two years now, and I, when I first, when we first set out to do this, dude, two years ago, I said the first seven episodes in the can, and I said the rest will be, the rest will follow. And I remember you saying, and you've mentioned that, you mentioned that recently to me, that you you know you remember me saying that and if it wasn't for that like maybe that thought about pumping them out every yeah, week, yeah. like once a month or yeah. whatever man yeah but yeah so it's uh it's been a fun ride man but I uh, I wanted to give a big shout out to Jim at Nippertown uh, Nippertown.com is uh the premier premier online destination for everything arts entertainment culture wellness in the 518 um, it's a big arts and entertainment and culture 
uh, spot. It's it's like the digital version of the preview from the Times Union. If you're from the 518, you'll know what I'm talking about. Or if you visited here, you'll see one if you're here on Thursdays. Or it's like your local, uh, you know, grassroots magazine paper that uh, lists all your community events and stuff, your community news and stuff. And uh, big shout out to Ralph Renna because Ralph Renna is actually the one who kind of made this happen, man. I, I reached out to Ralph. Ralph and I have known each other a very long time. I grew up in South Troy with him. And uh, actually, I grew up at the foot of South Troy, but it's all good. I consider myself a city boy. But, uh, um, and Ralph and I have been fr- known each other a long time, man. And Ralph said he was going to make the connection, and Jim was willing to do it, and Jim was willing to give us a shot, and everything's working out good. Uh, I think we're going to probably hook up sometime soon with Jim and, and do some interview stuff. Uh, and so a big shout-out to them, man. And uh, don't forget, we do have a donation spot set up on PayPal. Uh, paypal.me above ground podcast you'll see my name it just ha- it has to be attached to somebody so you might see my name attached with it but that's where it is uh, we thank everybody for all the donations um, we'll take your coffee money yes we'll take your coffee money and there'll be some other stuff coming up too man we got we got our two-year anniversary coming up in june man we'll be at 104 episodes by then so four episodes deep from now we'll be at our two-year anniversary and uh there's no stopping, man. We got a lot of stuff and we got a bunch of stuff in the can and a bunch of stuff coming up. And uh, so speaking of which, uh, we have a big event where our first event out as above ground podcast and as a community kind of resource for us. Uh, it's, this is a 518 event uh, through Nipper Town, through Capital Underground. Uh, it is Reverbicon and you'll hear the uh, you'll hear the spot just after I'm done here. And uh I want to thank Ralph for inviting us out, but Reverbicon is going to be a big, a big event in June in Scaticoke, New York. One, two, one, five, four, Scaticoke. Yeah, we'll be there with a community table, <laughs> um, all day. It's it's an all day event from like twelve to seven, and uh, it's going to be, it's put on by Capital Underground, Ralph's, Ralph's show, and. Uh, it's going to be Saturday, June 5th from noon to 7. It's free to the public, open to all ages at the Broken Road Barbecue and Bar in Scaticoke, New York, man. You know, there's going to be wrestlers there. There's going to be uh, there's going to be a wild makeup artist, movie horror movie makeup artist. Um, it's going to be crazy, and we're going to have a community resource there, table there talking about mental health. I got, I've got community resources from all the major uh, – all the major – Players, players in the, the, in the state in the state of New York for mental health. Uh, NAMI, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, uh, the Mental Health Association of New York State. They're all giving me brochures, and I'm going to have stuff. And uh, you can come up and have a real conversation with us. You know, you can if you've listened to the podcast, you can talk talk us talk to us about it. You can ask us if there's something you want to hear, if there's something we can help you with. But uh, Big shout-outs to everybody that will be there. Um, looking forward to that as we get back to normal and stuff. But uh, another big shout-out I wanted to make is uh, I wanted to make a shout-out to Healing to Healing Springs Recovery Center in Saratoga, New York. Um, Megan and everybody up there, man, uh, thank you so much for everything that uh, we've been able to do. Like, it's tough to do groups, man, in person uh, now, and it's it's, you know— it really is. It really is like hard, man. I want to give a big shout out to Brendan and Ken and Lillian and Alex up there too, man, because they're all they've all been there when we've been there. Um, 
it's it's a wonderful resource in your community if you're suffering from 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 really any type of mental health thing also but it's mostly based around substance recovery they offer a lot of different groups uh they offer the buddhist group uh they offer connections to that buddhist group that uh noah levine uh is the that they base it on but uh big shout out to them so so shout out to our uh our intro guy our voice voiceover disclaimer our disclaimer jordan thanks for um lending your your voice to our show um, thanks to Dan and Natalie out in Florida making some killer t-shirts at closeknitcompany.com, closeknitco.com. Um, they, if you go into the cat, the box category of uh, Collab, Collab X. X, you can find uh, Above Ground Podcast t-shirts and Above Ground Podcast hoodies. So depending on where you're ordering from, t-shirt, hoodie, and some of that money comes back to us to go right back into the show to continue, help continue to do what we are doing. Um, also, there's a shout out to Steve in 12047. Always see him walking his dogs and uh, just give him a quick shout out. Thanks for listening. Um, and I wanted to just say this while Tim and I are here, and this is kind of a, this is a very special episode for me, like I said. Um, but I, I wanted to just mention that uh, it's been two years since we lost Patrick. And I wanted to give a special shout out to everyone in the Brereton family and, and that that he's gone but not forgotten. And Yeah, you know, he was actually... A, a, a piece in us really you know we we toyed with the idea and we had things kind of lined up but we didn't I don't know if we just second guessed ourselves but I think after that tragic event we were like yeah oh yeah 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 that definitely concealed the that concealed it man because that was the mar that was the march of the June that we started you're right so yeah yeah so yeah yeah so uh Never far from our thoughts, man. Never. So thank you to everyone, and uh, we really do appreciate it. And until next week, be well. Be safe. Be above. I would like the conversations around mental health to be a little bit more authentic. And I would like for us to treat people who are in pain not like children, but like adults, presumably who are in pain but can take care of like. You can ask people stuff. Tim's a big boy. Will's a big boy. We can talk about shit. We don't have to candy coat it. You're going to be fine. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yes, are there a tiny percentage of people that maybe need to be delicately held? Sure. And I'm not trying to be abrasive or rude about that. Most of us can have these conversations. It's okay. Just do it as best you can. Ask the questions. And then shut the fuck up.
Saturday, June 5th, it's ReverbCon 2021, noon to 7 p.m. Fun for the whole family. All ages are welcome. Check out this awesome outdoor and indoor event. It's all sponsored by Collar City Concrete, Cool River Pools, LLC, Corpse FX Special Effects Makeup, Collar City Painting, LLC. Into the great outdoors with some live music from Joe Mansman and the Midnight Revival Band. The Peter Anello Trio and Vombino. Wrestlers, artists, vendors, food, drinks, summer fun, Reverbicon 2021. Broken Root Barbecue, 1544 State Route 40, Scaticoke, New York. Saturday, June 5th, noon to 7 p.m. with an after party with Brian Kane. Come hang out with Capital Underground on Nippertown and that buzzing 518. Show. You've waited, now it's here, and it's free to the public. Reverbicon 2021, Saturday, June 5th at Broken Road Barbecue and Bar, Scanico. Check in with the AboveGroundPodcast.net. For more information, go to Reverbicon on Facebook.